Welcome back on Matador's pregame. Dave Serrano joins me ahead of game two of the series against CSUB. And up until about the ninth inning, uh, probably had different thoughts in your head, but it's got to be a great way to come back home and get that win on the Friday. Well, any win on a Friday is always uh, glorifying to do. The way we did it, you know, we've been left on the field enough times this year. Yeah. uh, At least four that I can recall. Uh, It was good to do that for the first time as a team, um, to come back. uh, I thought we put together some really good at-bats in the ninth. Uh, Tarlo's at-bat. He handed it to to Moody, his at-bat. And then, you know... Uh, Sakaino coming off the bench, and you know we had we had a pinch run for for Gabe because he was the tying run, and um, uh, Sakaino comes up and he comes up with a clutch base hit, and then and then uh, Bart West doing what he's doing and playing hard, you know, uh, Kai playing the play out, and and uh, their guy kind of laying on the field, and we 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 took advantage of that. So it was a, I was really happy for the guys. That was an exciting win when the game didn't really start that exciting for us, to be honest. It was kind of a lull game as we went through it. They turned it on in the seventh, but as I keep sharing with them, is that every time we put this uniform on together, it's one day closer that we're not going to be together. And we've got to continue to be excited about being around each other and excited to get the opportunity to play a game. We get an opportunity every day to play this game, which a lot of people wish they had. You and I have talked about this throughout the year. The Friday game really turns the energy. You guys, now you guys had it spun the other way, spun a little, spun a little bit against Santa Barbara. Of course, I don't want to remind you about Cal Poly, but the energy was going one way, and all of a sudden, the last two innings, you guys were able to take it back after their guy, their starter, I thought, threw a pretty good game. Yeah, and it was just about quality at bats by our guys. And let's go backwards a little bit. You know, Blaine wasn't on his A game, which is not characteristic of him. But again, as I shared with the team and I shared with my staff this morning in the office, can't tip your hat enough to Chad Wilson. He's done that again, where he comes in, he puts the fire out, he gets momentum back on our side. And I'm not so sure that playing the ninth inning with Kai Moody didn't get our team a little excited too. I've done this a long time in coaching, and I don't ever remember seeing a play where a guy put his body in front of the ball, gets injured like he did, and does a no-look throw to first base and, and plays the play out when he could have very easily laid on the field because of the pain that he was in where he was hit. I was so impressed just with him making the play. And I told myself in my head, I didn't say it on the air, but I said, well, if he just gets the out, that's enough. Bring somebody else in. And then not only that, he gets on base and then scores the winning run. I guess that's all you need to know about Kai Moody, huh? Well, I said to him, he he he, he didn't remember me being there at the start because he was in so much pain. But he, I leaned over and I said, just think, you're going to come up in the ninth and you're going to tie this game and you're going to win this game. And uh, just because I had so much respect for the play he made. I mean, that was all about the team. I mean, he could easily, you know, and let's go back, you know, CJ making that play at third base. He takes the ball right off the sternum, makes the play, and then kind of goes to the ground. I mean, that's what, as a coach, you, you look and you appreciate that your team is playing hard for one another. I want to bring up a point. We've talked about base running a lot. So two plays. The Moody play everybody saw. But the play that I thought kind of got lost in the shuffle was, how about Gabe Gonzalez scoring from first base on Kramer's double? That could have easily gone the other way, but in that case it worked to your advantage. It did work to our advantage. I'm kind of chuckling because I went back and watched the video of a lot of the game, and I saw him chugging around third. And, you know, I, I saw the whole play. It was right in front of me, and I saw Gabe was a little bit beyond third when they got the ball in the deep – 
right center field, the relay, and I thought, oh, there's no way he's going to have a chance at him. And luckily he made it just by the, the skin of his teeth. I mean, a good slide, and he just beat the throw. But, you know, Gabe's not – he's not on the, in the lineup for his speed. Yeah. He's Nobody's in the ever going to confuse him with Lou Brock. No, no, no. And, and you know, it is, it is a little concerning sometimes, you know, not only Gabe, but Joey Kramer, you know, he, he's not the most fleet guy in the world. And when those guys are on base, sometimes you need a couple extra hits to, to score them. But, but it was a good thing. It was good for us that Gabe was able to get around the bases and chug into home plate. You've, you've told me how much respect you have for Bart West, and I think his performance speaks for itself. Going into the last at bat, being 0 for his last nine, and then still, you always talk about he's got a great approach. The approach, obviously, was everything in, in winning that game yesterday. Well, I think Bart was one of the guys that was robbed by the game of baseball. He had stung the ball a couple times, and when he looked up, he was 0 for, 0 for 3 or 4. And um, it takes some mentality to come up. That's I've talked about that a lot over my career, is that sometimes you got to have some amnesia and just forget about forget about right. what the pre it's about that at bat and that pitch sometimes when you're on the mound so and I think it, it's the maturity of Bart that uh, his character that allows him to succeed when he has failed and um, when he had fail, has failed during the game and then the last thing uh, let's talk about young Diego Gutierrez you're sending him out there again um, you've had a lot of good freshmen over the course and I've seen a couple of them but wh- where does he rank how do you feel about your young starter today well, I don't want to go in the past too much. Uh, Diego, and I'm going to throw Xavier Martinez in that group. You know, um, uh, those two guys, for me, when when we were at the peak of success at Cal State Fullerton, uh, when I was an assistant and when I was a head coach, that's what those guys were. That's exactly those guys fit into those kind of staffs. Um, those young athletic guys that, that you they're good now, and they're just going to keep getting better. Um, ironically, uh, I think Diego had one of, besides his very first start against UOP, um, had one of his rougher starts last weekend at Fullerton, and him and I spoke Sunday uh, after his outing, and he admitted the, the moment was a little bit too big for him. Cal State Fullerton, their tradition in that ballpark, he grew up in Southern California, he made it bigger than it was. And I'm with his bullpen, his side work this week, um, I'm expecting a, um, for him to re, uh, return and, and be the Diego that he's been so far as, as he's taken that one of those rotation spots. All right, Coach, thanks again. Thank you. That's Dave Serrano back after this.